This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome once again to Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> right, Daddy, okay? Well, first, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, super. Daddy. How I'm are you doing, doing? I'm doing super, too. Super. See, I say everybody... Because everybody in the land may be listening. That's right. So you include, so how's everybody doing today? Everybody's doing well. So, okay, before we actually get the show started, I think that we must pay our respects because we just found out that uh, Roger Nelson, better known as Prince, is, has gone on to the next journey. Now, we don't know it to be absolutely confirmed, but Not we've absolutely. just been seeing things on the internet, and you know, some radio shows have reported that uh, they found him in his home. That's it. So we want to say rest in peace, baby. For all the years, we thank you, brother. Come on now, he was the only man courageous enough to go on stage with his ass out. I heard that. Yes, he did, didn't he? He, did. he wore them leather pants and had the ass out in it, and could do it. And Prince could do it. Could do like, it. I'm going to tell you something. You know who couldn't pull Like, Gerald LaVert couldn't have pulled that off. He Don't couldn't have pulled that off. take your ass out on this stage. You know, like, mm-hmm. Prince was the only one that could have done that. That's it. Had his hair laid, creative. And then, this is what, for me, really makes me say, I dig that brother's stand. Because remember when he was the symbol. That's right. Formerly known as Prince. Y'all think y'all going to get that paycheck? <laughs> I'm a symbol then. So rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace, brother Prince. Let's get this show started today. Um, welcome to Tommy. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Rob Lee. Hello. Okay, she's going through it right now. <laughs> That's right. Because she, she was a Prince fan, fan. And this show is going to make sense today. Because what we're talking about today is, do you have to be talked off the ledge? Or are you the one that does the talking? Which one is it? Which one is it? Are you that person that jump off like every single situation and you've got to be calmed down or back to sanity? Or are you the person that has to bring somebody back to sanity? Daddy, why are you looking at me like that, though? Baby, I just feel you have a guilty conscience. I'm looking at you humbly because you are just talking. Okay. You're talking. So I wanted to look and acknowledge your presence as you were talking. See, I know sometimes a lot of people are like, you know, how do they come up with these shows, okay? And we do have super producers. We do. We do. Those <laughs> super producers is myself, you, Rob Lee, Tommy T. And the world at large because they help us produce the show unbeknownst to them. Come on now. They do. So we come up with these topics with basically 
things that we deal with in our everyday walk. So last week, we got a phone call. It's a business phone call. And I really didn't appreciate the business that they was talking, okay? So when we hung up the phone with them, I, I went to the left. Then to I, the left, to I, the I, left. I did. I went to the edge of the cliff. And I was like, baby, I was, I was saying some things about it. And I had to be talked off the ledge. And I want to thank you. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Because if he wouldn't have <laughs> talked me off the ledge, I'd have made a phone call back and wanted to let them know how I felt about the shit that they're going to try to bring <laughs> over here. <laughs> but I oftentimes have to be talked off the ledge. And I don't think I'm unique. Mm-mm. That's why we do these shows, because I don't want to be in it by myself. Don't be in it by yourself. <laughs> Bring others in. They can understand, and then we can work on bettering who we are. And for all y'all out there right now, do you have to be talked off the ledge? Or are you the one that do the talking? And when you do have to be talked off the ledge, do you ever get tired of having to be, of having to be talked off the ledge? Like we're going to have to talk Robin off the ledge because of Brother Prince. <laughs> Just like no, many, know. many others. I'm Just like that. many others. Because Brother Prince, you see, he ain't here no more. So she have she going through it. She is. And listen, Rob Lee, listen, okay? Everybody has an expiration date here. And sometimes... I, I, I understand. I know, but that, that Prince, can you just look at her? Prince will live on. Yes, he will. Yeah, because I'm going to watch Purple Rain as soon as I get home. Never meant to cause you any problems. Listen, I'm I'm going to do it. Right. But you know what I think, too, and not to get off subject, what I appreciate, how I appreciate how we deal with death, because even when we first heard, the first thing we did was we smiled in laughter, not to say, but it was almost like at this very second, let's enjoy what he gave us. With yeah, no, I mean, I did. you know what I'm saying? Like nobody was like, "Oh my God, what?" Because we all know what's coming. But we were like, "Oh damn!" Like yeah. wow. Yeah, like he was, was just here. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Atlanta, like he was yeah. just here. But that's how it happened. And mm-hmm. he was just here. He was just <laughs> celebrating and having a concert. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, as with people, period. You know, they're just here, mm-hmm. and then they're gone. Like mm-hmm. it, it happens. But the I think the initial news of that, like. Really? And then we move on. We sing a couple songs, and it's like... Right. It, because the reality of it is, it was his time. Yes. Yes. You know, but as we time. know, there are some people out there that really will have to get talked off the ledge, because that was Prince. Yeah. And he yes. was funky. You yes, understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're going to be going through it right through now. It. Yeah. So it's like, what happens when we get to that place where something puts us at the proverbial tipping point? And we have to be talked off the ledge. Are we? Mm-hmm. I mean, as human beings, it is inevitable at some point in our lives that we'll experience that because that's how we know how to pull back. Sometimes you have to have something be made evident that it exists in you in order for you to acknowledge that, man, maybe I got to pull back on this. Mm-hmm. But if we find ourselves frequently in a place of, you got to talk me down. The bomb squad is there. SWAT and I'm pulled up. They done turned their head backwards. They got a net out because they don't want you to jump. You got to ask yourself why. And if you're surrounded by people that are like that and you have to talk 
them down, you have to maybe ask yourself why also. And how can we be better from those situations on both sides? You know, I think, though, for me, I'm very impulsive. I have a very impulsive personality. And I formulate the story within two sentences. So I know I'm a person that not proudly, but I think oftentimes you have to talk me off the ledge because it can take two sentences and I've already formulated what I believe the story is going to be. Right. And I'm on go. Go. So it's like he has to. And then in the midst of me being talked down, the little voice inside will be like, you dumbass. Like you done went all the way there. You sweating. Your head and knotted up in the back <laughs> under the wig. Not knotted up <laughs> under the back you done under went the wig. Through it. And then once you get finished going through it, you'd be like, damn, was that really worth me going to the ledge? Once it got explained, it wasn't even worth the fight that you was going through. Only to do it again. Okay. Well, I'm, and that's what I'm saying, right? I'm working on it, okay? Huh? It didn't have to just apply to you. I'm sure that there are those that are out there that this have you that know, experience. You have shown your ass because I keep taking it personal. I'm working on it. I'm trying to be like, no, but but I think that knowing that it's not unique because that's how we came in with the show. In that moment of about 10 minutes of I can't believe it and, you know, why and how come and blah, 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 blah. And after about five minutes of him explaining it's like I don't even believe I let myself go there. But I think because of my impulsiveness, it's, I'm so conditioned to do it. I haven't learned yet how to train myself to breathe before I react. You know what I'm saying? To take a breath and say, is this really that deep or is this really that important? I haven't trained myself yet or conditioned me yet to say, take a breath so you don't stroke yourself out mm-hmm. and then think about what you need to say. Right, right. Well, I think that one of the most difficult things that we have to deal with on a daily basis is managing our emotions because we are very good at being able to share with other people about how to manage theirs. Mm-hmm. But then when we fall in that, that seat where we have to manage ours, then are we good at that, you know? And that's the, that's the hardest part of everything. You know, we can have these conversations right now about talking off the ledge and you know that people we ain't sit there and have these conversations and when you get home I kick you like a dog <laughs> I kick you so hard mm-hmm. your teeth are click mm-hmm. thank you Bernie <laughs> so you know people will sit there and be like yes you should be about peace and then you get home down you getting slapped all in the mouth I'm getting kicked in the stomach you know but how do you act, actually live that when you know Things are happening around you. But do you think, Daddy, that personalities develop like that from maybe childhood situations where you only know to jump? Like you only know to, that's the way you know how to fight, is to go to the edge. And though you want to be pulled back, but you're in your head, and it's like, I got to make sure I take it to the mat. So I don't experience these feelings again. But in doing that, you got to keep being talked down because then you realize you're not with the enemy. Go ahead, baby. You know what? I am only good at talking a person off of a ledge of something that I've experienced. 
you know what I mean, where I've already gone crazy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, acted a fool, and I know what the end result is going to be. So if somebody else is experiencing the same thing, I can say to them, okay, listen, calm it down, get it together. In the end, this is going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm better at, I'm usually the talker off the edge, but I need to be talked off the ledge from time to time as well, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm better at saying things to someone that is riled up based on something that I've experienced. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes. You know what I mean? It's easy for me to say it's, it's really not that serious because I know because I, you know, so mm-hmm. just hold on. And then after the situation is over, we come back and talk about it. It wasn't that bad, right? You know what I mean? So yes. it's like I can I can talk you down from, from something that I've experienced. But if it's not and I feel crazy because – I would be going crazy, then we all just going to be crazy for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else is going to have to come in and say, you need to stop. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? It's, but but in that moment, the initial reaction is that blow up one, and then it's like, okay. You no. know what made me laugh about that? Because I was just watching Waiting to Exhale. It was on the other day. Right. And when Arlen was in the living room, she was yes. like, call that bitch Arlen and yes. tell her. And she was yeah. like, let's call the bitch up. And everybody was like, except for Loretta Devine. She was like, yeah. stop it. Stop. It's stupid. And you got to have know. the voice of reason. But they called it. anyway. Because yeah. <laughs> right. right. I didn't understand. I'm like, there was a point where it turned on where she was selling everything in the yard for a dollar. <laughs> And I looked, I was like, wait, she got a dollar sign on the car. And Monique was like, you damn right. You know what he did, right? I said, but, but, I said, but, but it's a dollar, baby. That's a vintage Corvette. A dollar, though, baby? I had no sympathy for well, his then, ass. But, see, but then you would need somebody to talk yeah. you down. See, like, I said, Bernie, because yeah. I would burn and the, say, Bernie, mark that shit down to 55. Right, right. Yeah, no. gonna bring her ass up in here no. and try you to get your things. right here to come burn. Listen, I would. Why? I would. Wait, why are we doing all yes. I would, and I must say, thanks yeah. to you, you've had to talk me off that cliff a couple times, too. But this is how she talked you off the cliff. Okay, listen. If that's what we really want to do, let's go do it. If you are really that strong about it, let's go do it. But you know <laughs> that we getting locked up. We getting locked up. And now, how are we going to explain that to our children? And then I sit in the car and I'm like, don't say nothing else to me. <laughs> okay? Because you're going to bring logic to shit. Don't get out of my face right now. But while you're at it, and since because... This is kind of like the equivalent of extracting um, the the uh, uh, elixir, if you will. When a snake has poison and toxins and you grab some of the poison from the snake to create the anti-venom, if you will. Yes. What is the thing that allows you to be open when you need to be talked to off the ledge? So this is for the mm-hmm. people that may have to talk someone off a ledge, and this may be... The person who has to be talked off the ledge, listening to reason from a sister and uh, being talked off the ledge. And you can share with them what you listen for that allows you to talk, be talked down and what you hear in yourself. Because I always say, I never, ever talk you off the ledge. Never. You listen to what may have been said and you decide for yourself to get down. Mm. That is, yeah. that is, mm-hmm. but he talks me okay. off of that damn <laughs> ledge. I hear what you're saying, but you know what helps me oh. when you talk me off the ledge? You're very gentle, and it's almost you now begin to feel stupid when you're on 100, mm-hmm. 
and somebody's on 10 in their tone. So that's what helps me. It, it helps me, for, for me, that when you look at me with just the most gentle eyes, and it's like, I understand why you would feel that way. However, let's just think about it like this. That makes it better for me almost instantly because I know, I know what you're going to say to me is absolutely right. However, I also appreciate you giving me that five or ten minutes to go to the left. Like you don't, be, like you don't try to stop me midway, because especially if I'm on a roll and my eyes get to filling up. Go ahead. And when I get finished, she'd be like, you know what, mama? I feel you, baby. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like I need the rah-rah before the reason. Okay, like, I, I have to have it. Like, I have just patronized this strong thing that's getting ready to come right now. Just hear me out. Yes. Because it's in me and it's flaming up, and I need to do that. Yes. And then once I've done it, then the reason come along, and I'm like, okay. Yes. But just I'm going to go over here and deal with it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. But remember how we were talking earlier about coming into our ladyship? Yes. That's the part of a lady that I want to become where I'm not so quick because that can be draining. No, it is. You know, not so much even for my husband, but for my friends, for people. It's like, we got to talk this bitch down again because she get ready to pop it off. Now, if you didn't talk her down, I don't consider how much that then taken out of Sid or Robin mm-hmm. or whomever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, so even though I have that, I got to get it off. Mm-hmm. I want to learn how to yes. get it off with simply, I got to get it off. Yeah. Now, I got to get it off yeah. because I feel like when I say, I got to get it off, you can't hear me. Right. You can only hear me when I say, I got to get it off. So learning how to come into that space of, I ain't got to pop it off. I just got to say it. That helps. That helps. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) I know, Daddy. I'm trying. That's it. I'm trying. Here's what's beautiful. You know, people are going back and forth. He's dead. He's not dead. Somebody else in this house died. Prince will be Tupac. Prince will be Elvis. He will live forever. They're gonna find. They're gonna see him somewhere. They just came out with a report that they didn't found Bob Marley. My son just sent me a text to ask me if I was okay. They know. Yeah, they tried. They gotta talk you down. <laughs> they gotta talk you down. Uh, okay. The, the hole or no? Yeah. The hole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about it right now. Do no, you I have mean, to be talked off? They're saying what ledge? The ledge. You can't really see the ledge, baby. But it's the ledge of your attitude. It's the ledge of your. How can I say that? Ledge is more to, metaphorically speaking for someone who's about to jump off and kill themselves intellectually, emotionally, uh, uh, but not necessarily literally. It's like that person is upset and they're at the edge. Like, you know, you need to call somebody, put a net out for them so when they jump, they can land in that. And you be, become that intellectual. Or a spiritual net for that person to jump so that they're good again. And once they come down, they be like, yo, I was tripping, man. I don't even know what I was thinking. But, yeah. you know, you got to work on it. Yeah. You got to work on it. <laughs> See, this is some solid shit going on right now. And I know y'all saying they're not saying nothing. We are. You just can't hear it. 
Okay, because when you look at me like that, I'm like. You are really, you are really guilty. It's like if you went to, you know, <laughs> you just like, what you looking at me for, officer? Why? Ma'am, because you're standing right there. How are you today? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Right. Like, hey, the, 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 the reality is that, um, again, we all do it in our own different ways, and it's levels too. Everybody to there, somebody's edge may be five, where yours may be nine, and it's just about communication. It's about a misunderstanding sometimes, and you're like, "Well, it seems like such and such," and you may give a different perspective on something that may make me say, "You know what? I can see it that way." Though somebody may say. Well, it's not like they talk you off your ledge. They just change your perspective on something, mm-hmm. ideally, without you taking it. You know, this past weekend they were showing video footage of what appeared to be two coaches on the same baseball team fighting each other at a kid's baseball game because one coach took the child out to get a substitute runner because I guess he was a little too slow, and uh, the other coach didn't like it. So they fist fighting. <laughs> and the kids, you see the kids just standing there looking at them like holding bats down and just looking like, what are y'all doing? What? S- nobody got a chance to talk them off the ledge. They just jumped together mm-hmm. and was on the ground rolling around. So it's like over a baseball game that's now gone national. They got to go back to work. And it's like, Hal, I saw you on TV. You were, you know. At the children's Did y'all win? Game. Did you win? Not the Major League I, Baseball. I've been a witness to that at um, Little League football games. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, you know, yeah. it's not called Little League, but, you know, at, at youth football games. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so. Right. I, the, the coach. Talk about it. Was, okay. <laughs> <laughs> was um, him. And um, right. just out of nowhere, this is, I don't know what happened. I'm thinking everybody's having a good time. And then all of a sudden, it's just fists flying and children like, what? The, well, wait a minute. What is going on? We have to call police. And he was so angry that you couldn't. There was no reasoning, mm-hmm. no logic, no nothing. Okay, well, please come lock him up. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. I can do is say, okay, well, this is what's going to happen is I'm going to get in the car and go home. And you... They they gonna lock you up, mm-hmm. and 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 it didn't happen one time. It didn't happen two times. It didn't happen three <laughs> times. Mm-hmm. It happened countless times, and I can't say what that thing was that made it explode. But every single time, it was always the same thing. Listen, you can't keep doing that. I know, I know, but I know I'm okay. I'm gonna do better. It it was never better. And, you know. There was no talking off no ledge. You got to think to yourself, again, you hit it earlier. When you're younger and you're watching the people around you interact with one another, you know, men growing up, black men growing up, white men growing up, they didn't seem, the one that seemed pleasant stood out. The, Mm -hmm. The ones that seemed easy going, like, being an adult seemed like some serious shit that you didn't know if you wanted to really investigate, you know, but you knew just due to the escalator of numbers, it's going to take your ass to be older if you keep living and shit. So <laughs> you're like, I don't want to, you know, you, 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 my father seemed like serious as shit. Mm-hmm. 
And when you watch the dynamics between adults, you're just like, unless you get that one person that you can see, ah, that escape where it's like, okay, it doesn't have to be so heavy. And for me, again, it was my grandmother who had seen harder times than the majority of the people that I've seen being born in 1903 Mm. down in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Mm. So to be able to have a great sense of humor and endure what it was that she endured, like shit was so tough (laughs) when she told me, she said, I went to school one day and uh, I was a little late because I had to milk the cows, milk the cows before I went to school. And all the grades were in one classroom, and she goes in, and she says, uh, the teacher says to her, how you doing today? And she says, I was kind of shy. Uh, so I said to him, um, pretty good. And he said, well, you may be good, but you sure ain't pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so no. she went home. Yeah, she went home, and she was crying because she was hurt that the teacher said that no. and told her mother. Her mother whooped her ass for crying about that because there's more important things in life than that. Well, that's true. Well, that gives you, though Though it may be true, you <laughs> may not have resorted in this day and age to whooping your child's ass for being uh, uh, sensitive to what someone said. Point is, through all of those trials and tribulations, she managed to keep this positive attitude about life that somehow her children were unable to somehow take from her. <laughs> and then, so I was able Not to, all of them. Well, well her, her, her Bootsy, yeah, but he wasn't able to take <laughs> the work ethic and shit. You know, I don't know. We, he was a sweetheart. You had, He was that uncle that's like, listen, when you use heroin, and you drink and you're alcoholic, you've got no choice but to be sweet, okay? Yeah. He was sweet. He's seen so much shit. How am I judge you? What did you do? <laughs> what could you do that I can judge you on? Okay? I take heroin. Okay? Bootsy. Bootsy now. But <laughs> at the end of the day, when you see folks walking around like we I had the opportunity, you had the opportunity. When do you get an opportunity to be cognizant of your attitude and not letting things rev you up because my dad, something pissed him off. He was a, he was a ticking time bomb. I would walk into the house, I would go like this, in my inner monologue, say, "Listen, listen." Oh, he's upstairs. Cause you would hear the ticking. He was a time bomb walking around. So it's like. Wow. Fortunately, the universe surrounded me in such a way where it made me say, hey, listen, we're going to work on this slowly, but please allow me not to be like this cat and take things so seriously. And it's a beautiful thing for if I had, when you were on the ledge, I would have pushed you (laughs) off. I'm glad you did, Daddy. Now, here's what's funny, though. The man that Sidney describes as his dad, and I've met his father. And I always, whenever I saw his dad, he was this charismatic and vibrant and good-looking man. So I never, ever imagined what was going on. I never imagined that. For who you explained him to be, would have never thought that in a million years, that that's who that man was, ever. Because every time I saw him, sharp dresser, 
just clean, smell good. Sharp dresses a slapper, bitch. Well, oh. yeah, he did. Okay. okay. Yeah, so he sharp dresses been known to slap. <laughs> but I'm just okay. saying, though, Daddy, I never, you know what I'm saying? I never knew that right. part of him. So I really wish someone was able to get to him to talk him off the ledge. Because he would have been, you know, a better dad. Well, we, I wished it, you know. At 17, I had to talk him off the ledge. You did. For being not nice. And, you know, these things happen. And, yeah, and, and he the, talked his off. He talked him off the ledge, you know, but it's in a different kind of way. It's a reap <laughs> what you sow kind of talk him off the ledge. You, <laughs> you, you talk him off the ledge with an ass whipping. You just push Come him on off down. the ledge. Come on down. <laughs> now. You are the next contestant on The Fight is Right. Now. But. Right. Because the last time he put his hands on me was the last time. See, this is why I love my little sister. Okay, he was also my cousin and executive assistant. That's why I love her. She don't say a lot. But damn it, when she say it, she, okay, the last time. Was the last time. Was the last time. But let me ask you this, because Sid and I had this conversation too. And he said, you know, Mama, we're being taught not to have tolerance. We're being taught to have no tolerance for one another. So it's so easy to throw it away. It's so easy to, I think, have to be talked off the ledge because our tolerance level is so low. Now, I'm not talking about nobody getting their ass whipped. There's no tolerance for that. I'm talking about just in reference to a conversation or in reference to just a situation or whatever that thing is, we are now (laughs) watching... You know what I'm saying? But we're watching. But I had so many conversations, Monique. It is not enough but no, I, in this world. I'm not saying to you. That's what I'm saying. When it goes there, we're done. There is no tolerance for that. There's no tolerance for that. I'm just saying in but even general. But after that, okay. Well, more than tolerance, you know, acceptance. Yeah, it was. But even after that situation, okay, we got through that one. Then there was another one. Then we got through that one. Then there was another one, and many conversations that came along with those. No, so, but I'm, I'm not, no, hear me. In your situation, see, now I know what you're talking <laughs> You say, you must feel guilty about some shit because I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to your ass. I'm just saying well, in uh, but, general. Okay. But I think that what I'm saying now is we're being fed, have no tolerance. No. Everything we're. Have no acceptance. Have acceptance. no acceptance. Because tolerance Come on. comes across as if. You are somehow superior and you have to deal with the ridiculousness of this person who knows not what to do properly. As opposed to accepting that, you know, we all have our thing with us that we expose from time to time. Mm -hmm. And people are more likely to allow you to be who you are when you're not interfering with who they are. Are you able to accept how they get down? Because we fail to talk about the times that individuals will come back to us and say, I want to apologize for the way I was acting, man. I was tripping that day and just was going through whatever, whatever. I appreciate you not tripping. And you like, you know, no problem. We just remember the ones that, you know, um, gave us the problem. There was never any remedy to that. So it's about <clears throat> really being able to say the people that you're with, Everybody's going to have a bad moment. And when they have a bad moment, you would hope that 
they would remember if you were to have a bad moment. So there's a level of ridicule you can't have because you may not have had your moment yet. But if you do, you you all you all your savings account should be good with certain folks. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they could have exhausted funds, but they like look they got an unlimited account with you to some degree. <laughs> but uh. That's it. <laughs> Y'all, listen here. <laughs> As I always say, these conversations are changing and saving my life. Because though we say it to the world, I'm grateful that my ears hear it and my heart receives it. Because if not, I think that I would be insane. You know, I think that I would lose my sanity if I wasn't even open up to hear it. So even when I listen to these shows back, I'm like, let me pull that. Let me take that. I didn't consider that. I didn't think about that. How can I change that? How can I make that better? And it makes it better. It really does. And then you said something really, really um, interesting last week. You said, you know, when you're talking to people, it was like um, they're all, they can hear you. But then how many of them are listening? I'm I'm probably saying it. Yeah, Yeah, but it's like a thousand people can hear you, but how many people really listen to what you were saying? And I think if I become too a better listener, I'll become a better communicator Mm -hmm. and not being so quick to go to the ledge because sometimes I can hear what I want to hear. Though that's not what you said. I'm going to receive it the way I think that you said it. So now I've created a whole and 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 that right there is key because a lot of people don't get that why they go to the ledge a lot of times people people know that you go to the ledge so oftentimes they're going to be careful in what it is that that you say to them and it's like talking to that person that no matter what you say you've run into them no matter what you might say somehow they can find a way to twist it into a way where it's problematic mm-hmm. and you like like what's going on, and and you can take it as if it's something that is up with you, and that person has it against you. But it's like that's that person. So it's better they say to understand than to be understood. Mm-hmm. So that you, we oftentimes want people to know what it is that we're trying to say. But, like, do you understand what it is that they're trying to say? Because if you maybe understood what they were trying to say, if you understood it, then maybe you wouldn't be saying what you're saying. That's why sometimes in conversations you may hear me say, what is it that you're under the impression that I'm trying to say to you? Mm -hmm. What is it that you're under the impression that I'm trying to convey? And then you have that person repeat it, and then oftentimes what they repeat it is not what you're trying to convey – And then you're able to say, well, it makes sense why you're upset. Because if I understood things in the manner in which you're taking them, I too would be upset potentially. But what I'm trying to convey to you is this. Oh, because a lot of times being on the ledge is because you've misdiagnosed the the situation. And if you got to go to the ledge, there's a level of misdiagnosis because you can't solve your problems on the ledge. Because the problems Mm -hmm. never derive on the ledge. They derive inside 
of that window that you climbed out of to get onto <laughs> the ledge. Yes, yes. You got to the ledge. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. You need to yeah. open the window and go back yeah. on in. Yeah. Where the, the, the concern is and deal yeah. with it, and then call yeah. it a day. Do you have to be talked off the ledge, or are you the one doing the talking? And can you talk your own self off the ledge? You know what I'm saying? Can you talk your own self down? You know, where it's like, okay, let me breathe. Let me think it through. Let me, let me give myself a moment instead of just jumping out there. Because sometimes what happens when that person that talks you off the ledge is not around mm-hmm. to get you off of that ledge. Well, we know the ending to some of those stories. They jump. So that requires practice. Yeah, yeah. Just to you know, staying, staying calm. If especially if you are not one who's calm. And mm-hmm. when do it, you practice it? Not you, but when does one practice it? Well, daily. But you gotta. You have to be mindful daily. You know what I mean? Like in in everything, you you have to. Even if it's a, a mantra that you have to say to yourself or something that you have to say to yourself, you know, we say things like, I want to be better than I was yesterday. You know what I mean? And really stick to that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you already know that you're a jump off queen. And if somebody coming to you with that jump off, you have to position yourself in yourself to say, okay, I'm not going to let this bitch. Not today. <laughs> How can I help you? Right. You know what I mean? But I'm, but I'm saying it's, it, it, it requires you to be focused, almost like looking at a dot on the, the floor and keeping your eyes on that dot while the situation is happening so that you can stay focused in yourself to not explode when you know that you're explosive. And if you got to go in the bathroom when it's over and tear something up, throw it in the trash can, flush it down the toilet, whatever, to symbolize getting that thing off of you that you don't really want on you anyway, then that's what you got to do. Write it down or something. But it, it requires you to be in the moment at that time all the time, you know? And that's, that, that's life. It's kind of like what makes one a, a great actor. You have to be in the moment. When Caesar Milan talks about the dynamics between dogs and human beings, they speak about the energy because uh, dogs don't live five minutes into the future. They live in, in the present. And because oftentimes people are taking what they construe to be a future problem, now the dog is acting differently as opposed to when that person is calm in the moment. Now that dog is calm in the moment because they're able to pick up. Well, human beings are a lot like that. Unbeknownst to us, it's kind of like, you know, on multiple occasions, you, you've been around it. We, we can't explain why when you yawn, I yawn. I can't explain why, uh, you know, we can wake up out of sleep, you jumping out of your sleep, and then I say to you, don't worry, Jonathan's not going to fall. Or you're singing a song that I just was thinking about. You know, we can't explain that. So if we do these things, kind of like, you know, we had grab information from this cloud now, there's this cloud that's around us that we're gathering information from. That's how come sometimes you just thought about somebody, but from the cloud, you hadn't talked to them in a while, but they call you the next day. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. there's the cloud. So it's one of those things. If you can grab those things, surely you can pick up on somebody's energy that's by you. So. You know, how do you use that to your advantage? 
you know, how do you use those things to your advantage? And by dealing with uh, you in the moment, it allows it. But not only that, having the ability to foresee some of the things that you're going to experience. There's nothing wrong with you role-playing, not just sexually with your partner at home when in your spare time, but role-playing <laughs> with yourself Absolutely. when you're about to... Thinking about challenges you deal with on a daily basis, mm -hmm. why not role play? Why not talk it out? Because people will say, you, uh, it's all right to talk to yourself, just don't answer. But if you don't answer, then there are no questions that are being fulfilled. So you must answer you. Why not? I'm going to talk to myself, ask myself, why did I do that? But because I found an answer now, I'm crazy. So you got to listen to the lessons that you a lot of times have heard and you've accepted it. And we've said in passing, well, it's OK to talk to yourself. Just don't answer. But why not? Like Monique will walk in and I will be in a full fledged conversation with myself and she will be the third person in the room. And I will continue on <laughs> yes, while she's absolutely. there. Then yes. she will I, join I, I in and talk that. to the both of us. Both of them. But I understand. Yes. That. I and, understand that, but you ask me sometimes, what you say? No. Well, here's the thing, though. But you do. We've role-played, because I've had some sh yeah. shit I needed to say to somebody, and you said, okay, I'm that person, now go. Yeah. Because when I had to talk to that person, you always would say to me, listen, don't go in with that, because it's, then it's going to turn into something different. All right, so let's go. And them walks up them hills in California, yeah. baby, they made a big difference because there were times I'm like am I going crazy and you said well what is it that you need to say well let me say it then and you was like okay I'm the person you need to talk to let's go it makes a difference because when you actually get in a situation it's like I didn't been here you didn't been here now I ain't always passed the test mm -hmm. I ain't I ain't mm -hmm. always got to that point and said okay I practice I didn't got to that point and said I don't give a damn about the practice <laughs> this is the game right now and it's different but when Sid says to me, practice like you're going to play, that always makes a difference for me. Because if I really consider that, practice like you're going to play, practice like you're going to play. So then by the time it's game time, we done ran through it so much, we got it. But that's that thing, staying in the, staying in the moment and focusing on something to remind yourself not to go over there. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. But you know what helps a lot for me? When we don't work out on a consistent basis, my mind can wander. Because that working out and that exercise and that thing that gets those endorphins going, Absolutely. and it, it, it makes a difference. If we go two weeks... It's like I, I feel the difference because it's like, you know what? I'm missing church. I'm missing that thing where I can get with my sister and say, this was on my mind. And it may not make no goddamn sense. Many times I had a conversation today. She's, I said, listen, one thing about us, you can come Monday and feel one way. Bring your ass back Tuesday and you can feel another way. We right there with you. And if Wednesday you say, I've changed my mind once again, we're going to talk about it, but we right there with you. So it's, it's some of those things. And when people say, well, how do you get off the ledge and how do you just some things that's working for me, you know, exercising and working out and having that open dialogue, because sometimes I still struggle with saying this is what I'm feeling right now at this moment, right now in this moment. 
So, but those walks and those exercises and those mental exercises, it helps it. And you you know you've gone down the wrong road when you start off like cool little things like with, you know, ah, bitch, and then you're going to go into what you're saying. <laughs> you know you start down the wrong track trying to explain to somebody how you feel when you start with ah, bitch. Well, that's, yeah, the norm, that's the norm for us See, sometimes, um, you know, when we're talking to one another. That. I'm up, and then yeah. you go into that. That's you going down the wrong Not road. necessarily, yeah, Daddy, because, right. When we when we walking and talking, yes, oh, like, bitch, listen to this. Right. Like, no, 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 no. When you're but serious. Even when we're exchanging, only, it's like, bitch, what? Only when you know? you're serious. Don't get me wrong. What? The words you use are not it. It's the way in which you use the words. But when you have to be talked off the ledge, see, what you're talking about is a pleasant exchange between <laughs> sisters. That, that's different. But when you have to be talked off the ledge, ah, bitch, sounds differently than <laughs> all, bitch, you know. Yeah. And see, here's where I have to get more patience because sometimes in my mind I'm like, we ain't got time for that. You got to get this. What you mean? So even if it's somebody on the ledge, it's almost like, bitch, we can ready to do this? Mm-hmm. Like, we can ready to do this. Well, I said, we got to get this money. And we can ready to do this. We so, can ready to do this. So, again, I'm even learning when it's my turn to do the talking, how to be more gentle. Because that's how I get talked down. You're very gentle with me. It's almost like I become your daughter and you become my father. And it, it's like, let me sit down and explain this to you. And I appreciate that. Not offended at all by the, 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 the hats being worn because that's at that moment I need that. At that moment, it's almost like, come on, little girl. Let's deal with it. And, and for us not to be embarrassed or ashamed when we do have to wear those hats of teach me. Teach me. I need to learn this. And... We get so ashamed to be taught. Like, you, ain't nothing you can tell me. No, teach me. Because in teaching me, it allows me to say, let me share this information with somebody else. Not that it's going to absolutely, but this is what worked for me. So I think in watching how other people even talk people off the ledge, that teaches us when it's our turn to do the talking, even if you don't understand it. Even if it's like, you know what, baby, I have no idea what you're dealing with. None. But I guarantee you, if you stay out here, shit ain't going to get no better. But I can't tell you. I can't. I can't. There's nothing I can give to you right now because I don't know what it is to be in this situation. So I can't. Only thing I can tell you is I, I believe tomorrow will get better if we get to it. But if you do the shit you get ready to do right now, shit's getting ready to get so much worse before it gets so much better. And the removal of the judgment towards the person that you're talking to helps a lot because... Yes. Nobody wants to have a a problem and then feel like they're being judged while they're having that problem at the same time because now I'm going to share my deepest thoughts with you and you're going to judge me. So I sound like half a hoe because now I've been with <laughs> mm-hmm. 10 men. I need somebody to understand that, listen, them was the choices that I made, Frenetta. <laughs> but listen, you're going to have to do better and what works for you. Did that work for you being with them 10? Eight of them? Well, listen, if eight of them worked and two of them didn't, that's 80%. You doing all right. But listen, <laughs> let's deal with what you unhappy about right now because I ain't tripping off of you. Talk that bitch down. I don't yeah. see nothing wrong. 
With a, with a little bump, bump and, and grind. Come on, Come Dad. on now. As long as you over 18. Come on, where well, did that come minute. from? That, that was the song. Is that what no, Jazzy no, said? No, it does not. I don't see nothing wrong. With right? a little bump and grind. That That's what? it. It don't say as long as you over 18. 18. Like, you, I don't know what you This is you, why your songwriting career can get off the thing. No, now. that's not it. That, but that's not it. Why is it? That's don't not it. Well, I'm going to tell you why my writing this career is a, this is a can't get off the right ground. Now. I'm going to tell you why. This because of the naysayers named Sydney and Robin. Okay? Get off the ground. My goddamn songwriting skills. I bust one right now. Daddy, don't do it. Don't. Because we believe that you are right, and I'm going to tell you right now, I was wrong. You are, I was wrong. I'm I sang a song, song for Prince oh and China. Oh, Lord, don't <laughs> Prince do and China, it gets no finer. They went on the That's way. That's a rap. That's not a song. That's not You didn't even get to the chorus, though. Oh, bitch. See what I'm saying? That's the part. Right. Oh, bitch. <laughs> That's the, but, but, you know, even when, and, and you're right, but I think, too, that, Sometimes, when you got to get somebody off the ledge, it may not be able to be gentle because it may be urgent in that moment. And it's like, bitch, listen, we don't have time to be playing. Now, you fucking around going through some shit. We got to make a move right now. If we don't make this move, not only is your ass off the ledge, but all of us are off the ledge. So we don't have time to be bullshitting with you no more. Sometimes that's necessary, too. Well, there's no one rule applicable to every situation. So you're absolutely right. Sometimes that's necessary, too. Sometimes you might have to slap somebody in the mouth to get them to understand what you're saying. At least that's what they see on the movies. There's, you slap them, and then all of a sudden they get to kissing after they slap them. Now, I ain't never did that in real life before, <laughs> but that shit didn't work. You, know, you motherfuckers are excited, and they slap Bam! Then all of a sudden, they look deep each other eye and just kiss each other in the mouth. Then shit is better. Then the shit is exploding around them, and they get back into the battle again. So I guess you're right, baby. Uh-uh. I guess you're right. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've seen it before. They get to walking, the slow explosions and shit, all of that. You've never seen that? Yes. Okay. I've also seen, though, this is what I'm saying, in the moment, being on the ledge, mm-hmm. I was watching Facebook. Uh-oh. Okay. It is my guilty pleasure, James. I'm sorry. Because it's TV at its finest. There's no restrictions. There's no cuts. That You just see shit real. And, no, it actually was not on FaceTime. It was on True TV. Okay. And there was some friends. And the one, it was the guy with his guy friends. And there was some uh, sisters, mm-hmm. like, on the other side. And one of the guys was really drunk. And he was going at it with his girlfriend. And his friend was like, listen, yo, I need you to pull back. I need you to stop. No, give me my keys. Just carrying on. And his friend says, I know tomorrow you're going to be mad with me. But I got to do this right now because if not, there's going to be a whole lot of problems. And he banged him in his face and knocked him out <laughs> and put him in a car. Like, come on, because there's nothing else. There's nothing else I can do with Ba-doom. you. And he banged him. I mean, he, but he said to him, I know tomorrow Ba-doom. you are going to be mad with me. But this is the only way I know how to stop it. And it came from Ba-doom. bam, and banged him in his face. And then they interviewed them afterwards, you know. The guy that he punched in the face is not, he's not, he's still upset about it, right? <laughs> he still was mad. But the other guy, in all sincerity, he's like, that's my friend. And I knew it was getting ready to get so out of hand that 
there would have been nothing no one could have done. So that was the only way I knew how to stop him. And I still love him. So whenever he finished being mad, and then they showed a clip again, and I'm like, as long as they keep showing that clip, mm. y'all not going to be friends. But, you know, it, it's a little bit easier for the friend who knocked the friend out to, to be loving and not mad at the friend versus the one who got knocked out. Because he might be thinking, I still feel that was a way we could have worked that shit out without, without you, you knocking that? me out. You not had to knock me out, dog. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, daddy. Right. Yes. That was absolutely necessary. There was a scene on the Parkers. And now, <laughs> on the ledge, Nikki and goddamn Andel, and they in tweet trying to get the tweets uh, hotel room. Right. And the director, Tone Singletary, said, listen. I need you to slap the shit out of her because that's real. Y'all on the ledge. And I was like, Tony, tell Yvette that that's what you need me to do. So Yvette come over and she was such a beautiful spirit. She was like, so what we doing? What we doing? I said, Tony said, I need to slap the shit out of you when we go up on that ledge. She was like, <laughs> she was like, all right, then all right, act and slap, act and slap. Well, bitch, I don't know what acting slap means. I don't know what I don't know how to do an acting slap. And when T said cut, we got the going, and I slapped the shit out of her. If y'all watch the scene, her eyes get big. She was like, "This shit out of me, right?" But we're on a ledge, right? Okay. Both our fantasies is getting ready, get ready to be different. And you talking about you crying? <laughs> <laughs> get yourself together. Right. Right. Yeah. Talked off. There it is. Literally. There it is. On the lead. Are you proud about that one? You know what, Daddy, I am. I could because tell. But you know somebody wrote that script, though, for you, though. <laughs> Just so <laughs> you know. You that, that ain't your shit, though. That was Nikki That wasn't Parker, your. Nikki did that. Once again, <laughs> the naysayers, Sydney and Fucking Robin, going to take away my joy. It was Nikki Parker. It wasn't you. It wasn't. It was Nikki and Endel. Okay, okay. Right. My apologies for bringing you to the <laughs> real you world. You were brilliant okay? as Nikki Parker. <laughs> yes, you were. Damn it! But that was her, though. They got to stop putting me in 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 scenes like that. Why? Because ain't nobody ever trained me to do no shit like that. I've never been trained to hit act. I've never done it. So to when hit act. Hit act. So when you we had to do the video past the Cavassier, baby, I banged the shit out of Buster. They was, he's like, Monique, li- listen, y'all get a stunt bitch in here because this is not what I do. You told me to bang. Bang. <laughs> get off the ledge, ma'am. <laughs> now. I don't know how to act like I bang in your mouth. I don't yeah. know how to do that. Roscoe Jenkins. Oh, that's one of my okay. favorite scenes. I'm like, y'all, listen, no one gave me any. No one says this how you got to make the hit look like it's real. So when they said, Martin was like, God damn it, Monique. Well, listen, now, right. <laughs> but how did it look? Right. Did it work for the camera? And see, you talked him off the ledge right there because he was getting ready to get you your ass. And you'd be like, but listen, ledge. let's look at how the scene was. So that was you. That was you that time. That was you that time. Okay, that was you that time. I talked but to my That's what we going to say from now on. Off the ledge. Talk, talk him down. Talk him down. So, again, my babies, what a great show. Two. And this is the reason why I think this show is so necessary. Because it's no fluff. It's no filler. It's no bullshit. And when you get people that respond to us and they say, I love the fact it's so authentic. I love the fact that y'all just so, y'all just y'all. And I think that's what we need. 
You know what I'm saying? To include myself in a consumer, we need that. We need to not be able to watch someone and think that life is perfect. Right. And think that the situation is, oh, my God, when they shit, it's rose petals. It's gold. You know, we need to know that this is just real freaking life. That's it. And I think that's what this show is. Real Because that's how we come up with the shit. Right. I jumps it off. <laughs> okay. I jump it off. Look, that is when, I, when I'm on the stage, right, and I get emotional, I say, Tommy, I showed off this week, so I got to go when I go on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and repent. You go Don't on the I stage and it. repent. Oh, yeah. Don't I repent it. I go right up on that stage. I tell them. I say, I'm not judging. I recognize it, too, because it is. And what, for those fans that will listen to this. Yes. What I would ask of you to do Come is on. when you see her city to city and you see her on stage and she begins to repent to you guys, just ask her one question. Did you tell Sydney that shit that you're telling us? <laughs> oh, That's yeah. it. Did you tell Sydney that shit you're telling us? Listen, you're going to stop being a goddamn Boy, cheerleader. If you <laughs> did not. I'm being a cheerleader because, no, because I get all caught up in the conversation. It's like, oh, Sid, she, oh, she didn't say that? Listen, but wait. <laughs> you didn't know that? This one, the shows just get different. I'll look at Robin. She crying. I'm like, but you, you know what I'm going to be like. Oh, I know. <laughs> right. Right. I'm in it. I watch the, but I see that I watch the shows every time. Like I've never seen them before. I watch you. My eyes are on you as if I've never heard these words before. Some of them I could probably say, but like I've never seen it before. The story about Africa is so freaking believable. Like, and people come up real. to me and say, "You took your titties out." No. Right. Did you no, take I your did not. Out? So these oh, are the type the of one. jokes. Oh, you the one. Right. Oh, you the one. Oh, you the fighter. No, I'm not. Because it's real. You know, and I have to tell them that about you, Robin, because they push you and shove you yes, at the end of the did. show. Yes, they do. Punch me in my so kidneys. So if I let them know up front, listen, oh. she, she, she kind. But if you get a different. I help them. I try to help them, but they are they be behind me, shoving me. Like, can you move? No, I cannot. They say, I'll take your picture if you take mine. She like, I don't want no thing. picture with Monique. They put her like, bitch, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? That's my cousin. I don't, I don't need like it. That. I don't say, I'm not, I'm not. What I'll say is, I'm not waiting to take a picture. And they look at me like, well, get out my way then. Can you move then? No, I'm sorry. I cannot. But what I would like for you to do is move around that way. Just move around that way. So they'll be trying to push John. He's not going to move. So I'm just saying, please. Right, before please. he slaps you down. I, please not move around that to hurt way. You. And then I say, would you take a picture with that person or would you acknowledge that person? They don't think that I'm going to help them, but every single person, even if they've been mean to me, I've gotten punched in my kidney. I've got stepped on my foot. I've gotten kicked. My hair has been pulled. Like, all kinds of stuff. And I still say, oh, go that way, please. She you know, won't, this she is how the shit is affecting y'all. You know, <laughs> you just don't ran down a list of shit that happens. She got to get talked off the ledge. I have to get talked off the ledge because if they don't come, we don't eat. Come on, Dan. So we can't be, we can't take it personal at all, but don't pull my head. Please. Say it again. Don't grab on my Don't touch say it. Don't take it personal again. You say know it. what, though? <laughs> One place I'm know. glad y'all don't talk me off the ledge, on the stage. Oh, what? I'm glad. No, Daddy. Because there are some people that are confined. There are some people. Remember that time I did that? Um, I did um, 
It was an open mic night years ago when Lorena Bobbitt cut off uh, mm-hmm. cut off a man's uh, right. piece. Uh-huh. And I was doing an open mic night, or it was like a showcase or something. Mm-hmm. And I said, and when she cut off his penis, and I told you about that, mm-hmm. and you said, yo, why did you use that word? Because I felt like the people I was in front of, Dick would have been too, he was like, don't ever, like, that's your shit. Yeah, like, Dick, you know. I, I, I think that's what we all appreciate about you the most, is that you're yourself. Like, you don't fit into anybody's box. We can look at you and know that you understand where we're coming from and where we're going and what we're going through or whatever. And if and you I, can, I think that, you'll say it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they and they come up to you and it's almost like the floodgates open. Oh, my God. When it, and and I see it. They People stand beside me. For, when's she going to get finished right? I'm like, oh, you just wait till she get her hands on you. Right. And, and, the- and, it's, and it's like... As soon as they get in your arms, it's like, oh, Monique. Bitch, they they almost want to say, bitch, you too. Because it's almost like, yeah, me too. (laughs) And I think that's why they're able to share their stories with you, because you've just shared your stories with them. So the things that you hear, the people that you talk off the ledge, is what led us to this topic. I think... We're at that time. I think we're at that time, Daddy. And also for you beautiful people, we want to thank y'all for listening and tuning in. We want to thank y'all for sharing it and telling a friend, telling another friend, for all the ones that tweet, send out the tweets, that y'all listen to the show. And here's when I know y'all listen to the show, because y'all will start quoting. Because there was a tweet that came in, Daddy, and I forgot to tell you. Somebody tweeted, at 13, Monique's grandmother told her she put a penis in her mouth, it's going to explode. Bam. <laughs> and I'm like, that ain't come from nowhere but the podcast. That ain't come from nowhere but Because on the stage, I don't say penis. Right. Okay, so I knew where that one came from. Right. We, on the podcast, you don't say it a lot either. So that was interesting. <laughs> penis. Penis sounds so technical. It does. And so boring. Penis. Like, what? <laughs> Right. <laughs> His finest. <laughs> so we want to thank y'all. You know, really, it means a lot to us that y'all tune in and y'all listen and you give your feedback when we're on Periscope. So, again, babies, we are truly those people that say without y'all, we don't exist. And for those that blush and feel ashamed when she says dick, you refer to it as Richard and keep on moving. Some people would say, how do you get <laughs> dick out of Richard? Uh-oh. You back up. There it is. <laughs> yes, baby. That. There it is. <laughs> and with that being said. Ooh, with that being said, May the 6th, we're going to be at the Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York. So if you're in New York, you're going to get a chance to be in New York. Come on and check us out. The pre-Mother's Day show, baby. We cannot wait to see y'all and get our laugh on in person. So we want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to Monique and Sydney's open relationship and the mind is like a parachute it's no good unless it's open we love y'all for free this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.